the meeting to order, but I don't know how to work the sound equipment, so I guess we'll just have to speak up. Um, so we'll start with uh, Pledge of Allegiance, and uh, let's see. I think I'll ask Chris to um, lead us in the pledge. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Okay, we'll have roll call. So, uh, Mr. Sandretto? Here. Ms. Gordon? Here. Ms. Thady? Here. Ms. Leto? Here. And uh, Mr. Mulder. Here. All present. And is there an agenda somewhere? Yeah, it's, but it's really I don't think this is going to be too formal for us. It's just, just a general discussion. So. Okay. Roll call discussion regarding renewal bench chamber and visitor center contract proposal and adjournment. Yep. Okay, well, then we'll go into the discussion of the contract. Do any of the council members have anything to say first? Or? Um, I just wanted to do a, uh, not regarding the con contract, but as far as the scholarship, um, moved on it pretty quickly and got two excellent candidates that did their letter, their application. Um, okay, a teacher did it. We're not supposed to be talking about oh, that tonight. Side okay. business. Thank you. Anyway, Thank it, was, you. it was submitted. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks. I've done a little bit of research, research, excuse me, on uh, what kind of a ch what a chamber is. Uh, each one of the council members and what I each got one, um, and I've cited my sources on the first page there, uh, just to kind of go through things. It's not saying that we have to do this, but just in general. Page two of what I handed out is just some questions I had on the chamber meeting minutes review, uh, and then there was some research done. We were hoping to get about 10 different chambers uh, with smaller smaller cities in Washington. I think we ended up getting six, and that's uh, on the last two pages. And we don't have to go over those right away. I just wanted to, to make sure everybody had that information to look over as they need, wanted to or needed to. Jason, I've got a couple questions sure. for you. I'm assuming you did the research, right? On the chambers? Yes. No, actually, I had help on that. I didn't have okay, time to okay. maybe so, you can answer ahead. this, maybe you can't. Um, so throughout, it looks like city officials or office staff um, can't vote um, in regards to possible perceived conflict. Is that what they all said, or, or what was the context so of that conversation? If, if the city staff, if the city staff are, are part of the city office and the chamber, then if they don't get a vote, it's listed in that section. So it's not all of them. It's just okay. per city. Got it. Uh, but when you say that they were concerned about possible perceived conflict of interest. Did they each say that like verbatim or was it just what you thought, I guess? If it's listed sense? in each city, then that's what they said. Okay. And just because this is the first time I'm hearing about this, as a general question, do you know, do these chambers also act as a visitor information slash tourism office uh, as well? Or is I it believe just, it's just a chamber. But just a chamber, okay. But yeah, I could, I'd be happy to follow back up on that if you'd like. Okay. I know that I showed this to Council uh, Member Gordon, um, but just as a reference, these were the 10 uh, different city chamber slash visitor information center contracts that when last year we were looking into doing this is the first time that the research was done um, in order to get the figures we got to. So 
if you would like, I can, I'm happy to provide this as well. Probably. And those are just one copies of these, and I apologize, those are actual, my copies, not. Yeah, so I did some research on lodging tax, yes. and I spoke to some chambers, too, yeah. um, and actually called the city treasurer to find out if we have any lodging tax. And if you guys don't know that, we don't have we it. Don't. We, we don't collect, collect any. Not even for, like, an Airbnb? Nothing. No. No. I think they're outside of lodging tax. I think it's hotel motels. It's hotel motels. Yes. Yeah. Not even, like, RV parks or anything like that, where a lot yep. of chambers do get their exactly. funds a significant yep. amount. And when I read Airbnbs, like, in Spokane, there's, like, a 12% city tax and there's another 12% tax I mean that they charge yeah we don't have the hotel tax yet and that would come under that so if we had a hotel tax would that be considered a lodging tax yes, yes. so yes. maybe we may want to think about that as um, an option to put that to consider that Especially you can, consider. but then a lot of your apartment owners that are just barely scraping by would have a problem well <laughs> what they do in every other town is they Actually, unfortunately, they have this the, the the flat rate, and then they have to increase it a little bit more to cover those. And that's wherever I've gone, and I stayed a lot of Airbnbs. Well, I'll address the elephant in the room. Uh, it's a lot of money. So again, kind of what was discussed at last council meeting, but happening to go into more detail, is the budgets that are in each of the um, the four different line items uh, are the same amount as far as events and operational budgets. The additional monies is for the compensation fees. As I mentioned at last council meeting, over 100 hours of work is performed by uh, members of our organization on a weekly basis. The compensation piece was 4000 a month, uh, which is broken down, uh, as it is right now, to compensate five individuals for services rendered. The, I would argue that 4000 is by far the least paid, <coughs> sorry, the least paid employee um, on the city's level, um, by far. Um, you're getting more than double what two employees, if they were fully compensated, would be worth. Um, again, we're not, this isn't a take it or leave it conversation, and by far, if there's a negotiating room, it would be the compensation pieces, because we're not in it for the paycheck. We want to be able to do these services for the Bend City community, uh, because it's needed. The, I would argue that compensation is needed because this isn't volunteering, um, but those compensation piece numbers are not firm. We can and do have a quarter. Well, so you say the other numbers stayed the same, yet I see a $4,000 reduction in what you're putting towards events. That's not accurate. That's what I see. So last year we had a uh, $6,000 budget that was approved by council. Um, a 6000 additional, but our original budget was $18,000 that we gave you. That wasn't just for community activities. Well, that was for everything, though, and that's Correct. what I'm saying. You got a $4,000 reduction in everything, and you're putting
putting that extra 4,000 over in salary. And I'm asking you, how do you provide the same event status doing that? Uh, so I think that's a multi-layered conversation. The, the events, all of them still stay the same. You'll see if, uh, in our 2019 year in review, uh, you can see exactly what Bent City Days cost, what all of these events cost. It by far exceeds the, the amount that was approved even in total of last year's contract. We don't rely solely on the city. However, we uh, definitely rely on those monies to make these things happen. Um, but that isn't our only source of event revenue. The, the breakdown as far as the overall budget, again, um, This is excluding compensation. Uh, it would be for number one, visitor information center, a thousand dollar budget. Number two, eight thousand dollar budget. Business development, a twenty-five hundred dollar budget, and a community activities budget of ten thousand. So, ten, twelve fifty, thirteen fifty, fourteen fifty in total of operational budget, excluding compensation. How much? Thirteen fifty. Right. And you had 18000 last year. Correct. Because there was some compensation piece components of last year's contract. There, it just wasn't to the same level that it is right now. And that was also something that council in the original discussions was aware of, is this is the initial contract, prove yourselves on, on this amount. Um, for instance, I did not take any sort of compensation last year. I put that back into the chamber's budget. Um, but there were uh, both the administrative coordinator and our director of public relations were the two individuals that uh, did receive some compensation pieces that was approved in the scope of work. So, take it from my standpoint. If I came to you and I said, hey, I did a great job last year, this is, this is what I want, and I've now increased budgeting two times, a base contract just to pay people how would you look at that I would see it for the services that were rendered um, this was a brand new topic with a chamber visitor information center city relationship uh, what I don't want to do and I want to stay clear of because I don't think it's fair for me to for instance backtrack potentially the EDC's relationship within the last five years, 10 years, 15 years, because we can certainly do that, but I, would, I don't think that's productive. Um, this is a new conversation. I do think that the services that we are putting out for the community uh, warrants this budget. However, again, it's, it's a compensation piece component that is the, the question mark item. We can certainly get so, bringing up the EDC, what are you doing that the EDC did? What have you taken over? So again, that's not necessarily our function, but if right. we're looking at the operational pieces, uh, we do offer uh, Monday through Friday steady hours of open services. Uh, we've our tourism component, uh, marketing businesses, uh, offering consultation services, um, supporting events. I know that that was something that the EDC did, uh, we do as well. And I would say other than business recruitment, 
pretty line in line. So along those lines, just, just for benefit so that it's on record and that, um, how many education classes for businesses did you put on? Zero any? last year. Zero? Yeah. Do you have any intention to do that? Yes, that's the, that's what we're hoping that we can accomplish this year with the assistance of the city, um, that in addition to offering business development workshops that members are interested in doing, that our business members, for instance, um, if Kyvie Markets wanted to do an inventory management uh, workshop, happy to do that. Um, those are membership benefits, but the budget that's included in the scope of work is specifically related to outsourcing those consultations so that we can hire trained and educated professionals to come to our city who can help with um, storefront beautification, uh, who can help with marketing, um, strategically on a level that we ourselves can't provide. That's a one chunk of what's included in the scope of work. It's the, the outsourcing of that. But yes, overall we do plan to have, uh, with the city's help and with our membership help, at least six this year. So in outsourcing, you're speaking to what type of trainings as a whole? I mean, are we talking business development or are we talking teaching people to do inventory? Both. I'm looking to see what, what you're after here. If there's certain priorities that you would like us to focus on, we can definitely do that. It's more so, these aren't just, uh, the outsourcing would be offered to the entire community as opposed to uh, chamber member only. But like you said, there's a variety of different topics. Um, I covered some at the, when we put in are again duly warranted uh, way too quickly proposal for economic development last year. There was some uh, examples of what would be included on lunch and learns, but inventory, uh, marketing, uh, storefront beautification, uh, community partnership recruitment. Those are some just to name a few. And West Richland does a really good job of uh, doing that as well as other organizations in our area who put on uh, lunch and learns and education initiatives. Originally, it was highly suggested that you bring this to us in November so we could budget it. What happened? Why are we now in March? There's a lot of, um, I would say that there's a lot of external reasons why that happened. Um, a lot of which more, more recently, uh, was the, the dynamic that was lost at City Hall. Um, we didn't want to uh, put ourselves in a situation where there was some, uh, how to put this? You, uh, the city was focused on one concern and we didn't want to take focus away from, from that. We wanted to have our kind of separate conversation. That's definitely a component of it. Um, second piece would be, uh, more so the, the development of a, of a contract and what it would look like for this year, what services are needed at Benton City and where can we fill it, and as well as finally figuring out who we have in our organization who is willing to commit to services, services beyond volunteering. In reviewing the meeting minutes um, before today, I, one of the, the major components of last year's contract was do we have it in the budget to do so? And we were assured we did, which I've not heard any problems from that. 
but now we're asking for a huge increase. Mm -hmm. And again, I would ask, is it in our city budget to do that? We have uh, 23K budgeted for them for this year, and we do have excess. And it is something that could be, could be done. Do you know roughly what that excess is? Roughly, we usually have about $250,000 a year excess. However, I don't know specifically right now sure. what, no, that's, what those numbers are. However, we're doing a lot of infrastructure uh, right now. The pump stations and a lot of mm -hmm. things that are taking a lot of money, and so we have to be careful the streets. that yeah. we have the extras. Yeah, there's a lot going on. We do on. get reimbursed for those. Some of those spinners. Most of it from the, uh, from the 09 money. But we do have to spend it first. In, in doing some of this research, one thing stands out most to me that chambers do this on a volunteer basis. And I know you talked about volunteers dying out, and I'm very aware of that. But the, con the compensation piece is huge. Sure. Um, and I know that we've talked, because again, um, we don't want to be considered a burden to the city nor its finances. You've mentioned some different avenues that other cities have explored, um, funding Chamber of Commerces in some aspect. Um, I would also highlight that we're doing visitor information and tourism services, which is kind of two separate baskets. But um, I, I think if we get down to the crux of it, our organization has for decades now uh, put on regular community events that has had no city support. Um, and I think that that's unfortunate. And we all, as citizens, as people around the table, and as leaders, we bear the weight of that, that fault. Um, if our organization was to function similarly to, I would argue, organizations to a lesser capacity than ours, um, for instance, like high school organizations, like the Booster Clubs, like PTO, uh, and we were to put on, you know, one to two regular community events. I think that's definitely within our willingness as an organization and community leaders who are willing to do that. Um, but if you take a look at what the scope of work involves, is it's a lot more than that. So if you want us to revert back to how our organization has functioned for decades, um, where we only are there for our members' benefit, which is what we're designed to do, is for our members' benefit, uh, then we can certainly do that. However, there are these multiple needs in the community that need to be met. And I would argue we are in the best capacity to do so. And this is how we can pave a path forward. Uh, again, the compensation piece is the, less, the least priority on this contract. Throw out a figure, I'm happy to take it back, and we'll make it a, a decision right now. Um, but it's, it's the merit beyond compensation. It's the merit that we are providing these services for the community event city, for visitor information center, for business development, and community activities and engagement. If I might just add a little bit to this, 
they're just getting started. And most communities are well established and have a lot more businesses, active businesses than we do. And I think we could probably think about a sliding scale. We help them more in the beginning and as they get members that can contribute more, maybe we back down in our contributions. But certainly we've never had the turnout, the excitement, the you know, the community support that we have had in this past year, and I think that's worth something. So, Dakota, in simple terms, I know you're asking for a lot more money than what you have in the past. Um, I guess, what is your guys' plan? I know you've got a lot in your scope of work. I've read through it, it's a lot. Um, what are you gonna add to the community, I guess, with this extra money? Like, what is your guys' vision above what you did last year without this money that you're gonna be able to do this year? Absolutely, uh, great question. Um, I think the, the biggest piece that you'll see on the um, community activity side of it, which is the largest crux, is um, this again was a lot of three quarters of our organization. This was our first year um, in running. Uh, we are greatly expanding and already have gotten the ball rolling with all the way up into Bent City days. Uh, we've got plans already in, in the works, um, which is well beyond where we were this time last year. I don't think we even had a contract approved, I think, until June. But um, you'll see a better Bend City Days. Um, you'll see a better citywide community yard sale, a better Fourth of July ceremony and kids parade, National Night Out, Downtown Trick or Treat and Halloween Carnival, uh, Winterfest, Mother Day's Tea event. We're also looking into a family fun event. Uh, we're still working up a name for Father's Day weekend, uh, supporting Small Business Saturday, some things that the, the city and uh, also other organizations have asked us to either put on this year and or transition into planning. Uh, we've got the volunteer appreciation event. Uh, we've got the spring opener car and bike show. Uh, we're more than happy and willing to assist with the summer program, uh, figuring out how we can get businesses involved and get our uh, kids involved with the business owners and our downtown kind of area. Um, you'll see the business development side, which marketing, I think we did a great job uh, this past year putting the stamp on Benton City. You're gonna see that uh, greatly expanding and seeing those partnerships come to fulfillment. Uh, you'll see our visitor information center and tourism uh, on a greatly expanded aspect. The community brochures, the community information packets, things that uh, welcome packages for new uh, businesses as well as uh, new residents into our area. Uh, these are all things that we discussed and got some motion into last year, but now that we have a group of individuals who have the work under their belts and are willing and motivated to put efforts out there, those are the things just off the top of my head that come to mind that are gonna be greatly executed more than this past year. You mentioned the volunteer dinner. Did that ever happen last year? No, because we didn't. We, that was also something that we had discussed putting in a contract, an amendment with the, the city, um, with, again, those external kind of situations. Uh, we thought it best just to include it in this year's contract, and I don't think also that winter provided a, the best avenue for both our resources to plan an event, um, as well as kind of a, it seemed like everybody was kind of burned out, um, and the weather wasn't. You were saying that those events that you put on last year, you were gonna make them better. 
how are you going to make them better? I mean, have you guys talked about those things? Benton City Days was wonderful. I mean, it was very good. So how are you going to make that better this year? What are your plans? I think that's working with the city. Um, we can this year really put some numbers because um, I think that's important for you, for us, um, that we need to do a better job at this year. I think, for instance, um, for tracking, I would love the, the city talked about putting those uh, things on the road that track. I would love to put one at the bridge and one on the other side of town and be able to track and see how much in and out uh, traffic we have through town. As far as the events go, um, we've already got, with the majority of our events last year, we had a lot to prove to our, to our vendors, to the participants, to our community as far as um, whether or not they should come out. And I think that we proved that even with the limited, the limited planning that we had this last year, now that we're already ahead of the game, uh, you're going to see, again, that become even bigger and better. For instance, uh, citywide yard sale, expanding that uh, to fill the entire park, maybe getting into a smart app. Uh, Bend City Days, you're going to see the park maybe even uh, to shut down more of the city uh, because we had such a turnout that maybe we need to look at more road closures to allow for more vendors. Uh, maybe we need to look at uh, adding as a, set, a Sunday element to it. Um, it's hard, to, like you, I know what you're getting at is that it's hard to track bigger and better, but. I just want to hear your ideas of what, what how you're going to make it bigger. Cause I mean, I mean, it was very, it was very good the way it was. It was a big crowd. So I just wanted to know what you were thinking. So for each of the events that we had this last year, we did uh, chamber uh, for everything other than Ben Cities. We, we sat down as a group and we talked about what went well, what could have been improved, um, how can we make this bigger and better. Uh, by far the biggest element is planning more in advance uh, and more volunteers and uh, getting the word out better. And when it comes to Ben City Days, we've already got a lot of excitement there uh, with lessons learned. Um, do you, I, I don't know how... Well, that, no, that's good. Um... I did not read your minutes, which I, I should have just gone back through to see some of the um, take, takeaways from like Benton City Days. Um, but, I mean, obviously you spent a lot for entertainment. Yeah. And I don't think um, enough tickets were sold to pay for that. Recouping, yeah. And to, rec yeah, to recoup your money on that. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe lesson learned on that, um, you know, how much you can afford or pay or something like that. But what I'd, I guess that what I would like to see is an event like that. I would love to see it be a money maker for you guys. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you got any money out of the barbecue thing. That was awesome. I mean, that's where I was working mm -hmm. and it was nonstop people and they were not happy when they shut it down. Um, but it was very good. I don't know that you guys made money on that just because they kind of did their own thing. Yeah. Um, but it would be nice if you could make a percentage of some of that because mm -hmm. you have provided them a space, you've brought people in. Um, anyway, those are just my, my little bit of takes from what I saw happening there. But I'd love to see um, the money and time that you guys put into that. I'd love to see you guys to at least be able to recoup your money and put some in your coffers because of what you've done. And, and it would just help your, you know, Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, help, help the rest of the year and or for the next year. So, I have uh, um, uh, let me call on uh, Shane. He had raised his hand a few minutes ago. Did you want to respond? We're talking about 
the cost, the, the funding of this year. I think it's important to understand that last year was operating at a deficit because we were told we had to prove ourselves with the amount there, that we were given. So we're not talking about an actual, woohoo, we're gonna do more. We were operating at a deficit last year in being able to do what we needed to do. And we proved not only that we could operate at that, but we could achieve even more, but it came at a cost of burning out the people that were running it. So this compensation amount is to provide a means to maintain the staffing that can handle that. But please understand, we were working last year at less than adequate funding. Well, could, by that, design. Well, maybe so, but that was the funding that was asked of the city, and it was granted. And then whether you guys overdid what you should have done, maybe, for that amount of money, that's, a, that's in your, that's in the chamber's ballpark. That's their decisions to make. I'm saying the activities were awesome. They were great. And I know there was sacrifice because volunteering is a lot of work, and it's hard to get them. I've been there. I've done that. I understand that. Um, but again, you also got to work within the bounds of what you're given. Just like each one of us, we have a paycheck. We have to we have to spend accordingly. I do understand, but we had two things going on. We were told we had to prove ourselves. What do most organizations that want to prove themselves do? They give everything they got and leave it all out of out there so that they can say, hey, look, we can do this so that we can get the funding we need to provide what you desire and make those pro organizations more efficient, make those programs into a better, tighter fit that makes it, whereas you were saying, where we can actually make money into them. We don't, I mean, our staff was burning candles but we were told we got to prove ourselves. I don't think can, we use those words. Can okay. I address the timeline on that? Sure. You, you, I think you were the one that one of the ones that said it. Yeah. Um, I think initially the budget came and it was approved, and then a couple weeks later, it was requested more money. And I think at that point it was it was like um, prove yourself. You know, the budget was just given to us, you know, less than a month ago. Let's see what you can do with that. But I have two ideas, and I want to have me, thoughts me, from the council. Let me throw one thing in there. I don't think the words prove yourself was ever part of that. It was, let's see what you can do yeah. with what you asked for originally. And don't come back two weeks later and ask for this much more when you haven't even started doing anything. To me, that makes sense. I don't, I don't know, I don't know prove exactly yourself as it was ever used. So, but that was the timeline. It was just within the short order, and I think that's what was kind of making it more pressing. But I have two ideas, and it would obviously be for future, but the Washington State Department of Revenue um, does allow for you to recoup taxes if you provide services for tourism. And that's something that you guys do when you're you know, manning that, that facility for all the things. So that would make it eligible for some of the, um, the funding to go towards that because it qualifies, because that's a service you provide. Does that need to come out of um, lodging tax, so that's the impression I was under yes. when I did the research. So yes. we need to we would, we would need to, lodging tax We need first. to propose, see what the council said, if yes. we agreed or not, and I don't know if others haven't done sidebar on yeah. that, and then um, what the amount would be, 
And so that could be, a, I'm saying, a revenue piece Absolutely. that's like directly going to what's taking place. And it's um, for short-term rentals, less than 30 days, um, you know, all facilities less than 30 days, rooming houses and um, Airbnbs and such. So that would be directly related to the people coming in, bringing more people in for these events would be a tax that would also help go back into providing information to bring in more people for these events. You have to remember how many Airbnbs we have. We maybe have 20. That's better than nothing. <laughs> and if we promote those also on the website for those facilities that, that co correspond with the events, then it can bring in more people to support the Airbnbs. And I know that there was like a boutique hotel that was considering, based on the number of people that come to our city, well, to we put in. Well, I think it would make sense, but to tax 20 Airbnbs might not generate as much money as you're thinking. Oh, I'm, I, I, didn't say, I didn't say a dollar amount. No, but I just you're, said a, you're saying I said a direct relational yeah. causal effect. You have, you have people coming in for tourism, and they're providing definitely a service for tourism. Another thing that we'd stated was you'd mentioned that for the movie night, um, you know, it's expensive to pay for staff to come. Mm -hmm. I don't know, is it time and a half or is it just compensation? So time and a half. So maybe we could um, ask that either provide or, or get volunteers that are trained in those areas to help offset, you know, city costs. So even though we're taking out of this fund to pay, it's we're not paying uh, the employee, but it would have to be somebody consistent for definitely the duties that are like the camera and I mean not the camera but the film and you know, the projector etc. Mm -hmm. But then for um, selling the concessions, it could be it could be volunteers either your organization or you have a list and just make sure there are volunteers to cover. So I'm not saying work your people to death, but maybe be in charge of making sure that's that's filled. It doesn't necessarily have to be a chamber person because. It sounds like they're already doing a lot in other areas. I'm just saying that would be another plus, an indirect dollar recoup that would go towards what you're already providing. Okay. And something you may want to consider, instead of so much compensation for yourselves, is compensating the volunteers, which would maybe help bring in more people to help. Well, they, they're all volunteers right now. No, uh, not according to what Mr. Renz has said that out. last year two people, two board members were compensated. Yeah, and I voluntarily <clears throat> kicked that back. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't know um, how that equates. It's there. There's a large difference in volunteering for an, one event, an, an event that you have a specific interest in versus a, an event planner who does the, the pre, during, and post, and multiple times a year, once a month. And yeah, it, it, it seems like the, the common theme here is lack of volunteers, and that would be one way to ensure you get volunteers. Maybe returning volunteers who would show an interest to join the chamber sure. and be around even more. Is there a dollar amount that you had in mind? Because I heard Dakota say, you know, let's vet out the questions that you have and what the services he's willing to provide. But instead of us saying where he needs to cut services, um, maybe propose a dollar amount and then have Dakota say, okay, for this dollar amount, we can provide X services. So that we're not telling you where to provide or not. You're, you're deciding what you feel like is the priority because you know, you know costs associated with those things. 
but I don't know if council has any other questions related I, I, for, to the currently I, I would be comfortable with the, the budget amount of 23,000 if you're if you're asking me specifically for a number right this minute that's where I would be at is 23,000 which was budgeted for the and the total amount time. requested is currently 62.5 I think I my would be concerned yeah. would be um, if we're not making any progress we're not getting any better if we just give the exact same amount of funding if our intention is to make all of these organization organizations and events and things better each year but we still have the same amount of funding you know maybe 60 is too much but can we do a little more than what would you say that's a good question I would probably be more comfortable in the 40 let's meet in the middle let's see how it goes um, maybe we can come up with some standards that we want to see um, not to use the phrase prove yourself but at least have an idea of what our intention is next year you know this is what we expect and if you don't hit it then yeah. we're gonna reduce the funding that would be my opinion or if there's less events then obviously there's gonna be less graphic time less communication time less you know volunteer time and compensating time you know so number of events of course is gonna increase cost um, what's been accomplished in these last three months in the last three months since January 1st January 1st um, we've got as far as scope of work items Sure. Uh, so we've got the brochure that's ready for um, printing and distribution. Um, we've got websites, marketing, advertisement, um, and then we've got, of course, the hours that have already been serviced. Um, we've begun developing the strategic marketing plan. Um, And then just event planning. Uh, again, we've got citywide yard sale, events, uh, Mother's Day tea, um, building bridges, building bridges some Ben City days, and I would say those are the, the events as of right now that are the street dance, the street dance um, for Father's Day weekend. More than at least halfway. Are you doing a new brochure every year? Correct. So what this year, um, I provided a copy, um, but in addition to updating because the things that have changed, for instance, in this brochure versus last is the car show is removed as it won't be happening this year. Um, in the inserts that will be included in the um, brochures, which we just finished, or sorry, um, our director of public relations just finished today, um, is a business insert of all the businesses from Conoco all the way down to yeah, all storefront businesses um, with their address and location or sorry address and phone number um, there's the the maps which um, you know as winery's come in and out we have to update dates of events um, Yes. Um, I'm just confused. You said that you changed the brochures because of the car show not happening. 
Could you speak up a little bit? I can't hear you. You said that you changed the brochures because of the car show not happening this year, but you included the car show in what you needed for fund your list of funding that you're adding to your community. Uh, under that item, it's potential transition. So this year, unfortunately, because we were approached so late, I think it was in January? January. January that we were made aware that the car show wasn't happening. We knew that the resources that were available to us right then and any of these months wouldn't be sufficient to plan a successful event. So for that specific event, that's why the wording is potential transition because we will be transitioning for the event to occur in 2021. So the funding you are requesting for this year doesn't include the car show? Correct. Because that would be next year? Correct. Okay, Correct. thank you. Uh, yes. Mr. Volker already mentioned it, but, <clears throat> and, well, you're not the youngest one here, I don't think, but volunteers are what's killing it. The lack of volunteers, and every civic group in Benton City has said the same issue. And, and I, I just met with uh, Mr. Peterson and Mr. Henry, we weren't talking about volunteers, I was talking about defibrillators and fire extinguishers, but until you get students interested in what their parents and their neighbors and their friends are doing, you're gonna die again. And I, and, and I, I spoke with Mr. Henry and, and Peterson and I says, there needs to be some kind of a subject matter that talks about civic responsibility. As an ASB president, you couldn't be beat. As a chamber leader, I don't think you can be beat. But if you don't get somebody behind you, somebody to pick up the slack, somebody to do something a little different, just because they're a senior in high school or a junior in high school doesn't mean they're brain dead yet. Close, but not yet. You need to motivate those people, whether it's through a required class or something of that order, so that they know that you're not wasting your time and or theirs. Um, yes, Mr. Yell. Can I address what you brought up? Is that acceptable? I'm sorry. Right now, we're facing a food insecurity and home insecurity with the students. Uh, one third of our students in high school are not even living with biological parents. I would love to have the student body involved and get them excited, but right now all they care about is where they're going to get their food and where are they going to sleep at night. When you take a third out, that leaves two thirds, now you're dealing with those where parents, I hate to say it, parents have lost a lot of interest in what's going on. The high schools are is dying there because they have struggles with the, the parents and the students getting engaged in the high school. You also have, there is a lack of volunteers among the teachers to advise and aid those programs. There are so many opportunities for pro programs to be extended and offered at the school, but there's no volunteers there either, and the teachers can't, they can't be paid for it. So there is a struggle at, I don't know at your level. Uh, at Everyone least. says yes. In the elementary, as I taught fifth grade, 
we had the biggest number of canned food brought in. We, if, I, if I said, who wants to help, as long as I was willing to lead it and get the plants donated and the, the soil and the truck, and we planted, I mean, we planted at the paid? senior center. No. Yeah. Well, after school program, I was paid 12 bucks an hour. So, yeah, I put in more hours than $12 an hour. Okay, so. So partially, yes, but mm -hmm. not, let's say five bucks an hour, if I averaged it out. That is not what's happening with the advisors at the high school. But the kids say yes. If they have someone to lead them, then the Winterfest fifth graders, a couple years ago, they did, I provided the games, the kids figured out the games, and they ran the booth so that they could do childcare while the adults, and then they also volunteered to wrap. They say yes. The difficult part is they usually get dropped off and left. We did an Earth Day. High schoolers did the bike route. Firemen did the helmets and the fixing the bikes and air and stuff. I did the recycling, that was non-paid. And we had tons of kids come, but they were dropped off for the day with zero money for food, zero lunches, and they were there. So if we have an adult, and then they also picked up garbage and we provided the donuts, the city paid for it, and the gloves and then the bags. And they picked up, and they were like, yeah, I'll pick up a road. But again, not the adults. And you're, you're proving what we're talking about. I mean, we have the kids that are struggling just on that level. We don't have the parent backing. And the teachers, fortunately, you got paid, but that's not what's happening at the high school. I know because we've talked about getting additional programs back then. So you're, you're, you're proving exactly what's there. Earth Day wasn't paid, but high schoolers will say yes, and they don't need to have parents with them. But they have to be asked, and they have to have somebody in charge saying, We'll provide food, this, 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 a snack for you. Are you willing to join us in doing this? And they would say yes as well. And I'm not against the idea of having students volunteer. I don't want the chamber being responsible for finding volunteers at the high school. I think that's a great idea, but I don't think that should be in their scope of work. And Dakota Chamber, correct me if I'm wrong, as I read this the way you guys are paying your, let's call them volunteers, because that's what they are right now. You're encouraging them to stay around and do what we want. We want more volunteers. We want people that have been here a while, and that's what you're doing with this funding. Am I on no, the same page? Absolutely, you're correct. If I can address your point, and just the points that was made, is that as it relates to this scope of work, the five people that are included in the scope of work, those are the people who are going to get the work done. The volunteers are great, but these are the these are the constants. These are the or is what required the amount of people that is required to make each of these um, items completed. Uh, to your point, yes, um, we we've already we're trying to build buy-in with the school district, uh, with the different community partners, Vent City in general. We've got quite a lack of enthusiasm when it comes to volunteering. Um, our organization, as has been mentioned, many other different groups, and it's just about getting people excited, and that's the service that we're, that's not included in the scope of work, but that we're, we are, you are, we all are, we're helping build the enthusiasm that's there for our community. And by putting on more successful community events, by engaging our community at an unprecedented level, we're hopefully getting the kids more excited to where they want to volunteer, to where parents want to help sponsor this, that, and the other, um, businesses, you know, things like that. We're, I, I think we did a good job helping with that aspect of it last year. 
and we want to continue doing that. Um, but these compensated pieces are the people who are making the constant things happen for our community. And maybe like National Line Out, when there was about 12 teachers that volunteered their time yeah. and the prizes and stuff for all the kids, um, we didn't have a lot of kids come, but it was, it was a great event and it was really great for them to interact with firefighters and police and stuff. And I think we've done like a karaoke or something kind of contest com competition between, you know, maybe the fire department and the police department or something that would, or the, or the city staff that would have brought in more. I know West Richland had a big thing. So maybe a coordinated efforts with people that are willing to volunteer like teachers and then, Absolutely. and then so instead of the teachers doing it all or you doing it all, then a coordinated effort for, yeah. with a base like that. Absolutely, and we've we've always accepted that. Is that anybody who wants to help put on these events and others that we're, our doors are open. Um, when it comes to, for instance, like National Night Out, we had a lot of different community partners who helped put that event on. Bent City Days, especially PTO boosters, um, Health Coalition, the Tri City Hoppers. I mean, we we bring a lot of people together, and this again is just the the pre, during, post. All of this scope of work planning, that's what the compensation pieces is referred to. Where do you see yourself being at next year for funding? I think that this, as it sits right now, um, is a fully funded chamber. So we don't have to worry about 105000 next year? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is a fully funded chamber of commerce. Um, and I would, as I mentioned, would like to work with the city on getting this number lowered because I don't want this to be a burden to the city and its finances. Greg, um, in a previous council meeting, I asked about the city grant writer being able to help the chamber out. Have you found an answer to that? I haven't uh, looked into that yet, but we can. So, for with regard to uh, chamber matters, correct? Lo locating and, and helping them grants. apply for grants. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. My goal is is I don't want to kill the chamber. I I want to see you guys succeed. I want to see you thrive. I think you're doing a great job. But I also don't want to fund. $64,000 that you're asking for this year either. Sure. And that's, I, that's where I'm at on it. I, I've got to, my goal is to figure out how we can get you the money you need mm -hmm. without the city giving it all to you. Mayor, I have a question. How many movie nights were there for? For, and approximately how many dollar for the staff that we had? Well, we have a full staff and the engineer volunteers. Um, so paid staff, so how, about how many dollars? Per movie night. Well, they're, they're probably charging four or five hours a piece, yep. ten staff at four or five hours uh, at whatever their rates are. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. I mean, it, within your scope, I mean, that's dollar value added. I mean, it's it's money that's not coming out of a, a salary budget. If the staff wouldn't have a problem with sharing those duties and not. Well, I don't know if they're going to have the energy to do that at night after they worked all day, but uh, be nice if you guys would come. Well, exactly. Even to schedule, and, even to schedule and, uh, and say, Stady, will you do movie night? We need people I'm for these positions. To get them to help with the summer program would be uh, important to me, and and that will be part advertised as part of the summer program. So if if some of them can help, that would be great. We can offset it. We can figure a time sheet or whatever. Well, if we offset it, that's, a, that's a dollar that doesn't come out of this budget that goes into their budget. What I would come back with is that we, we've talked previously about it, um, but I think that 
when it comes to community events and engagement is that I know that in past meetings you've mentioned or there's been a flow chart of kind of different responsibilities and whatnot. Um, I think that we were heading towards providing the recreation um, for the city, if I'm just being completely honest. If that is an avenue that you're wanting us to explore is to take on what I believe is the, I don't want to sound facetious, um, the, the only uh, recreational piece that City Hall currently uh, well, does. We, as you know, we have a grant, yeah. uh, which you'll hear about next week. We'll have the grant writer and this um, girl that's doing the program. Um, our grant requires us to hire somebody um, uh, two nights a week for part of it and three nights a week for nights but days a week to, to get all of this kayaking and hiking and all of that. So that will be brought up next week. We're hoping to eventually have that person not just be a summer hire but can move in and take over for what Brenda's doing, which is, you know, a lot of work during the summer. And if this person can learn this year, um, then we, we can maybe budget into next year for another parks person because we need help with people writing grants and we're hoping this person can wear those couple of hats because now we're going into another grant for developing uh, Riverside uh, Park and there's another grant we're trying for the splash pad possibly um, you know there's a lot there's a lot of work that's that needs to be covered right now and you're yeah. saying Sue is not capable of doing those grants for us you need someone else we need people to go with her like Stephanie went with her I to know. Olympia and yeah. we need somebody coordinating the city side. Yeah, no, there you go. Do we're missing a we're missing a big piece with Stephanie sure. because she yes, filled in a lot of areas in the city and we've got a lot of holes to fill. Yes, we do. I won't argue that. But it's still my prerogative to have who I need here. So it's a I ran rough numbers and just putting in eighteen dollars an hour, a time and a half. Yeah. Um, four hours. Um, I ran a Times four movie nights. Yeah. yeah. I think about $1,000, my math might be off there. Yeah. Um, You're using $18 an hour? Yeah, I, I just kind of estimate it. It's probably more than that. It's so, yes. double. You know, yes. double. Um, yeah. I mean, just to kind of give an idea of, of how much we're spending on movie night. I think yeah. that's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's a high dollar. I mean, it's an important event. Yeah. And I really think it's important for us to serve our citizens, even within, like, maybe providing GED classes, and I talked to the library and they said we can use their facility after hours because you can enter right from the lobby and go right to that well, meeting room. Well, if somebody that can, can do it, that would be great. Because that way people don't have to get to Richland or another city to receive classes. And they, we've got a facility without having to build another one right now. So I was just trying to say if we have more locations, and different types of facilities we can offer various classes. Um, Mr. Peterson has offered us a couple of rooms at the elementary school. I don't know what the cost would be, but um, he's offered those facilities. Public. If I can return back to yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, what you're saying as far as the total ask, I totally understand. Um, I, I do just want to say that 
I'm going to preface this with, I think it would be safe to assume, without getting into the nitty gritty, that the city in the past decade has given hundreds, potentially of thousands of dollars, to other organizations to do services for Bend City. All we're asking is for that same respect, and we want to see this number get lower. Um, with that said, I know that the ask right now is not something that we're going to agree on. So what I would like to offer as a counter to the, the current ask uh, to prove our point that we're not in it for the compensation pieces, um, this would still get all of the work done. Um, we would reduce the compensation in half uh, to 500 a month which would bring the total ask down 2,000 a month, which would bring the total ask down 24,000 to a total of 39,500. That is a number that I believe we stand firm on. It significantly cuts the current ask um, because all we wanna do is go to work. That's all that we want a contract approved so we can go to work for Ben City to make these things happen and get it done. That's it. Um, it's more than the budget, but I would argue there's a lot of things currently in the budget that are that get increased. Um, so please fund us that amount this year. Let's work together with Sue and with our other community partners and maybe get that down to the 23 next year. Uh, but Let's do the 39 today. Can I suggest you rewrite your, your scope of work in the contract, specifically listing all the events you plan on doing this year so that we have a very firm stance when you, or if you, come back and ask for more money and what it's for. So if you're doing the, the tea party and you're doing the the trick or treat thing or the Benton City Days, you list all those specifically in there. Mm -hmm. So there is no assumptions that you will be doing other things as well. Sure. And if you are asked to do other things, then you could be compensated for those and they're not just kind of wiggled like in a, there. I like a standard there, Jake. I would agree. Also with the auditor, then it's able to say um, work, you know, what are the measurables. But I propose that if we do pass a tourism tax, a hotel lodging tax, because every city that you listed had that listed, that since we haven't received in any way, and we don't have very many, as you said, it's not gonna be a large amount, I propose that we consider giving 39,500, not giving, but allotting 39,500 plus all the tourism tax, whether that's a large or small, other cities it all says 30%, 30%, but you're the ones that are providing that tourism. So if that dollar amount's 100 or that dollar amount's 10,000, sure. which it wouldn't be, I know, um, that you get that full amount. And then that would help you compensate in the manner that you decide for tourism. I have to find out if, the, if you can pass the tax or if that has to be a vote of the people. I don't know. I I looked, I'll look it up again. Knows. I think it's an application process. Do you know if that For an L yeah. I'd have to look into the L tax specifically, but it was. 
Uh, yes, and the other question would be whether or not for clarity, you're saying that just, you just agree. a second. Um, I didn't hear. He was so, finishing his. Sorry. I, I said the other question would be whether or not those LTAC funds that are, you know, incurred by uh, the city or, or received by the city could be transferred to a private entity. Um, it says they do with that. But they do do that. I, 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 I could research that and give you an answer. Washington Department of Revenue, and it says it, it, um, is, it has to go towards tourism directly, so we might have to receive a separate bill for that. I know the Chamber of Commerce and Electric City, um, Grand Coulee Dam area, that's how their Chamber of Commerce is funded. And um, I want to say about 60000 um, of their $100,000 budget comes from that tax. But obviously, they're a tourism area, so yeah. it's different. Yeah. But um, They have a lot of RV parks. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. place to start off. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Mr. Yochum, sorry. So, Councilmember uh, Stacey, my understanding that you're saying that you would approve a 39,000 budget if and if the uh, tax did go through, that would be an additional amount to the chamber? Yes. Okay. I would agree. I don't I think anybody's against the chamber, but. No, I, 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 I don't think anyone's in favor, but there's. No, I just wanted to, to make sure we were understanding. I wanted to make sure I was hearing. The foundation, the platform is the amount that you offered, at least in my opinion, and then the additional would be what we received. And the great thing is it's beneficial because the more tourists that we get, the more that tax number is higher and the more events that we have that draw more people and advertise more. So it's a win-win because the more successful you are in, in, in bringing in more people and even out of towners, the more successful we have both are. Yeah, I agree. I like it. I like it a lot. One of the things Incentivized. Have, sorry. Go ahead. One of the things I've also been thinking about is when you're putting on these events, um, having some sort of uh, survey of your business partners and finding out what, if any, is their total increase in revenue over the previous year's events. Because the uh, dictation of that is going to speak directly to sales tax increases and so forth for the event that you're providing. Let's be honest, it's all coming down to money. You know, you, you want a little bit extra, we want to see a little bit extra for the city. Sure. And it's just how we can make it all happen and keep everybody happy. Bringing in more business for the, the local businesses here is, is going to be huge. Yeah. Um, I did a survey around, uh, I think the chamber also uh, went around after city days and asked uh, which businesses were doing well from it and which weren't. And I was surprised that Mama's didn't do well, but she had not thought to open up the back. They have a deck back oh, there. Oh, yeah. Instead, she had allowed a food truck there. So some rearranging and some thinking about the next one where the businesses would probably be worthwhile. But most of the businesses did see an increase, that were the ones that were open. Now a lot of them closed for that day. So that's another thing. That well, I'd like to see like a hard number report yeah. saying that X business benefited 10% increase. Well, if they, if they can give us those numbers, I, I don't know, we can certainly ask. Well, and again, that's all I'm asking is that we send out a survey see what kind of details we can achieve. It's just like the traffic counter. Um, I'd like to see us have a, a two-week window, be the weekend before, the weekend of, and then repeat that the following year so we can see numbers. What's our traffic flow increases? Where are we at? What What is the benefit that the city's receiving? Yeah, absolutely. 
So I think that's a good suggestion. And um, in addition to what you're saying with the increase in revenue, and to your point, Linda, um, we do want we we do fully intend on expanding the involvement of local business storefronts uh, with our events this next year. So we want to expand that, and I think that having these numbers is mutually beneficial. So we'll definitely add that. With more um, Hispanic businesses coming down, it seems like we've got another meat market and we've got the new taco place. Um, is there going to be more Hispanic um, community events? Like we had the um, dance night. Is that in your guys' plans? Currently, we don't have anything in addition to uh, having the second annual Latino Community Street Dance. Um, all of our promotions for our events are both in English and Spanish, so that's one way that we're um, trying to incorporate it, but it's more so that event solely is to really draw in uh, the Hispanic community that is integral to Ben City. Um, but as far as the other events, I would argue, I would just say that uh, those are family, family events that all celebrate diversity um, and that we want to see a wide range of um, people there. We could consider a Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, yeah, or something. yeah, that's really big. I still, I still like what you're doing as far as making it for all families. I don't think we necessarily have to do it for the Mexican community mm -hmm. and do these special events, but bring them into the events we're doing here. Because otherwise it's like they've got theirs, we've got ours. No, let's draw them in together and do the same thing. So I like what you were saying about that. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Mrs. Delore. Is there a way that you can incorporate all of the businesses for that? Because there's three businesses at that end of town that get blocked off mm -hmm. and they don't get included in anything to do with Benton City Days. And it used to go around the corner to Red Mountain, but Red Mountain's not there. And then you've got Kaibi Market, which I know is a stretch, yeah. but they don't get included in anything with that. That's fair. We would definitely need to figure out the logistics of it. I think the point's very valid. I know that speaking Leave our um, as somebody that's worked even at Sunrise, um, other than the, the parking lot being there, um, it's hard when all the parades detour by the Palm. And, um, you know, we definitely want to incorporate as many businesses as we can. Um, and if there's suggestions on how we can we can do that, I think that's that's very valid. Um, hopefully with the coronavirus that um, there's not a kibosh on large groups meeting together because that's our goal is to have large groups meeting together and enjoying these various events. And um, um, like even in school districts, um, they're considering, they're canceling some meetings or rescheduling to later where groups are gonna meet together. So I know your events is based on best scenario and going forward with the plan. So um, I just wanted to say that to keep that in mind. Yeah, While well, we're talking about getting people to gather, that may change for a while. Most of them will be outside, so I feel like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> open air, <laughs> hand washing stations. And even if it, we do run into those, it will still be investing in the very next opportunity we have to gather. It's not like those anything provided this year is going to be funding is going to be wasted in that planning because we'll just be looking for how to move to the next event, how to plan next year. That time is still going to be invested regardless of oh, yes. shutdowns. And to eliminate as much possible, like involve businesses that eliminate conflict because the Bed City Days was amazing, but there was a conflict of another entertainer 
same hour, same time, same night, yeah. you know, a mile away. Yeah. Not, to, I mean, Invent City Days also occurred at the same time Othello was having their event, West Richland, Pasco, and um, I think Kennewick, and then ours. So, I mean, to have the peak numbers that we did, I mean, we beat out West Richland with the number of people attending. So that was pretty amazing. He came and went, wow, what did Ben City do? Because they have more than West Richland. So there was, there was a lot of um, conflicts of what you could do with your time, or maybe opportunities of what you mm -hmm. could do with your time. Yeah. But I, I didn't like that within our own city that there was that conflict on the same hour. Yeah, we didn't that. that was disappointing. Yeah, yeah it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, addressing a few things that occurred, we have already reached out to um, those who had a little difficulty with Benton City Days as far as the ones that have reached out to Benton City and talked about it. And we are making efforts and plans to ensure that the those that are attending are fully aware of where they can go in town. So that is an active discussion that's happening and the things learned from last year. None of, that didn't get disregarded. Uh, being blunt, uh, yeah, Palm had a um, yeah. Their own singer and provide. They that's a regular thing that they do. I don't. Prior to me getting involved, I don't know why that is, but that is a, some, something they choose to do every year. We spent year. months trying to work together with them to do the the concert as them being the main sponsor, so that their concert was our concert, and they wanted nothing. I wasn't pointing blame. I was totally yeah. behind you, oh, no. it, it, and it I understood all the all reasons. And it was yeah. just a conflict. Oh, no, it was, it, this isn't. Yeah, yeah. It was just a discussion. Uh, there is no blaming. Yeah, or just a discussion. Yeah. It was just we have been addressing and trying to work with the various things that have come up ahead of time. Yeah. Um, do we have to do it at a different time, maybe. If I can say one more thing, and I don't want to offend anybody, so I hope I don't. Don't take it that way. I may not say it right. But sometimes I feel like the chamber is kind of an inclusive group and has become that way to some extent. And I guess I would like you guys to reach out for those who have talents. We have a lot of talent here in Benton City. Um, and Wendy does a great job with PR, but there's other people who could also help in that area. Um, right. it, I mean, accounting and what, I mean, every one of those areas. So I guess I would just like to ask you guys to be open to, and not be a group, not to, you know, I don't know, what, not speaking of high school like a group, but that's kind of how it comes across sometimes. And so I guess I would like you to just open up and um, invite others into that to help train and work side by side. Yeah. Yep. I had a very different experience, Mary. I'm relatively new to Benton City when it comes to every, most people in this room. Um, and the Chamber of Commerce were one of the first people to open up their doors mm -hmm. and let me volunteer when I knew nobody. I had no relationship with any of them. Um, well, that's probably why you were able to. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Yeah, I guess in my wow. experience. I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, and that's totally fair. There's no but preconceived ideas. Sure. I didn't mean that meanly. I just meant there were no preconceived ideas. You walked in new and fresh and absolutely. And I don't mean to be on you guys. I don't, I mean, everybody can can look that way. And I'm just saying, we need a bigger base. Yeah. So collaboration. And so, yes, working together, inviting people into your flock and just having open arms is huge. And I, so I it didn't mean that bad. I meant that all of it in good intentions, yeah. but I do think too, when you've got fresh people walking in, that have had nothing to do with town is a, a whole different, whole different ballgame. So, inclusion and collaboration. Let me, let, let, okay. I got this. Um, 
I just want to address your point because I feel like that's been something that's not you just bringing that up. It's mm -hmm. something we've felt frustrations with because through a lot of Facebook commentary that continues to be brought up for what I would argue is a very unjustified reason. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we open our doors to anybody who is willing to just put the work in front of them. Ben City has, since the time I've been alive, has had this, it's on one issue or the other, it's 51 versus 49. Mm -hmm. And if you're in one group, then you don't participate with the other group, and it's been at a standstill. And that's why I would personally argue a lot of things have been stagnant. Um, we open our doors to anybody who is willing to put the external things away and put the work that's needed to be done to build community. Good. I'm glad to hear that because honestly, I don't know that I try to stay away from Facebook <laughs> in that respect because I don't want to hear, I don't want to see the garbage. I look for information for people and kind of finding the pulse of the community too is the only reason I flash through some of that stuff. Um, so I appreciate that, and I'm not, I was not speaking of anything in particular, um, because for the most part, there's nothing that even sticks in my mind. I just want to see, I mean, you're absolutely right. For whatever reasons, Benton City always seems to be 51 to 49 or 50 to 50, and I'm tired of that. I'm tired of being beat up because I'm on one side or the other, and, and we've got mm -hmm. to learn to work together. We have to, um, for Benton City's sake. Yep. And I wanna say, some, I think we're more than our differences, we're our similarities <laughs> and where we overlap. Because we don't need to be divisive about where we don't agree, we can look about the commonalities of what we do agree on, and I think that we want better for Benton City, and we want improvement, and we want inclusion and collaboration and things to grow. Uh, as everybody knows, and I bring up a lot, I didn't show up to the scene publicly until March of last year. I didn't know Dakota. I happened to know Wendy through Neighborhood Watch, but I didn't actually meet Wendy until a city council meeting, and she actually passed in front of me a couple times. I didn't know. Over the course of the year, my particular hobby aligned with the chamber. We talked. I ended up getting very involved with the chamber. There was a zero issue of me suddenly showing up and talking and being involved. Over this year, I believe, I believe everybody in this room, I've been able to reach out and associate with and have a very open conversation. I mean, I don't get to see you, Mary and Lisa, as much. But as far as I know, I have a very open and easygoing conversation with everybody. I mean, I, Cindy and I collaborate on what things we can, even though there may be some conflicts with relationships elsewhere. I talk to Jake, love Jake, David, everyone, and I still am a part of the chamber as well. So, yes, there is a, you, I get the 59 or 5149 aspect, but. It's not happening. If a person wants to be a member as an associate, they can come in. If a person wants to volunteer, they can come in. Unless there is an odd thing happening strictly with me, which I can't imagine, it's pretty fluid of reaching out to anybody. 
I mean, maybe somebody could correct me on that, but I have had zero issue in any direction, and it's my personal desire to reach out to everybody. Um, this is Delore. I, I wanted to point out what I'm trying to get across by expanding things is not trying to say that you guys aren't working with enough businesses. I'm trying to say we have one main strength, mm -hmm. and it's, of course, Kaibi is a stretch, but I'm just saying maybe there's something we can incorporate there. And we've got three businesses down at the end, used to be four because of Red Mountain, that always get excluded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you put that sand right there in front of those businesses. Yeah. Every event. So it's not personal. Oh no, I I'm just trying to say, because most of the time, if for like Benton City Day, it, we're not gonna be able to get any cars in there anyway, so we just close. But if you could extend that barricade, people and maybe put a couple taco trucks down there or something along those lines, people would see that business and they would recognize it, and you would actually be helping that business. Yeah. Then we might be encouraged to be a chamber member, yeah. and that's the the whole thing. It's how is the chamber benefiting us? Well, these three businesses down here at this end, I'm sorry, but you're not really benefiting us from those things. Yeah. No, I completely. That's a very valid point. The the only counter I would say to that point is that, as you were saying, if I could shut down 9th Street, I would shut it down all freaking weekend because I remember when growing up when that street was shut down, that was when Benton City Days popped off. That was the best aspect of it. To my knowledge, the reason why, like we even have trouble getting permits to shut down the street for an hour and at our longest two hours through the Department of Transportation because the state highway and two hours is cutting it. Um, I completely see your point that if we, we would, if you have ideas on how we can expand events and you know uh, the regular community activities that we do, we'll stretch it this way and that way. Love to. I think that's something we're definitely open to. Um, it's just unfortunate that road. If we could shut it down, we would definitely. So you're saying that's where they tell you you have to put the barricade. No, and to, your, to that point, we definitely can. Um, the, I believe Winterfest was the longest stretch of the parade that we went, where the cutoff, the first barricade went by your guys's, um, the, the, that Conoco walk path. Um, all the other parades, the detour route, which has been, I think just primarily established by the city, and we can work that out. Um, is the detour has always been the palm. Mm -hmm. um, if if you were going to the uh, the park afterwards, you'd go through the U.S. Bank. Um, but to make it short, if there's any way that we can elongate that to where whatever that street is by the flagpole, Chris, Chris, even if the parade doesn't go all the way down there because of your map and your routing, that makes perfect sense to have it that way. But if you are including those three businesses down at that end by throwing something down there for people to be attracted to, yeah. then they're seeing those businesses and acknowledging, oh, hey, I didn't realize Benton City had this, and you're helping that business. Yeah. And that's my only point, is we're doing nothing for those three businesses and someone like you, even though I understand that's where you want to start. I've got a couple more things, if you don't mind. Uh, when Cindy brought up Kyby Market, doing something for them, uh, the where, where they barbecued the hamburgers and did the tailgate party mm -hmm. was huge, yeah. and that brought in a lot with them. And I don't know why they stopped or what the problem was there. 
But if you would be willing to pick that back up, I think that would be a huge fundraiser towards the chamber. I, what that would take, I don't know. I mean, talking with Mark at the store would, would maybe be a way to kick that off. I can address that both of those issues. I am reaching out, Chamber's reaching out as uh, out to the market and making that relationship a more open communication. I don't know what happened in the past, but the doors are, the conversation is open now and we're actively working that. In the case of the tailgate party, which was a great event, um, unfortunately, they didn't have food handlers permits. And so it got shut down for that reason. I know it's been picked back up um, by some private people, mm -hmm. but I would, you know, it, it would probably boon you to look into it if you already, if you haven't. The other thing I wanted to ask was, um, one of the papers I handed out to you, Dakota, was uh, the Chamber Meeting Minutes Review. Yeah. If you would take some time, take it back to your board, to the Chamber, whoever you want to address it with, answer those, and if you could email those answers back <coughs> to the Council, I would appreciate it. I would like to see your answers on it. I don't expect to do that right now. I, I know I just gave it to you tonight. I give you some time. I want to give you time to work on it. But I would just like to see. And if you have any questions on it, please feel free to reach out. All of those things are in the book. All that. All that we saw. All that I saw as well as the minutes. Absolutely. So that's yes. what you got. As far as the C attached, those are all in the secretary's budget sure. in the minute books attached. So Perfect. they're all there. I mean, if, I mean, if you just go through and answer those, though, and anything that says C attached, you can send that as well, you know, just include that. Mm -hmm. um, I would just like to see the answers to those. Yep, that's definitely. Thank you. Um, do you want this just to, I don't know if we're in the, the final piece um, as far as next steps, but are we on board as far as the contract being presented at next meeting under items of, for approval? for a 39,500 budget. We would have to have that in Thursday? It's, oh, it's in there already. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's in the tentative agenda. So it's there, we are gonna remove it if you didn't agree to having that on the item, on, this, on the voting item. I'm on board. I am as well. I am as well. I would like to get answers back to this and hear back uh, from the attorney to see if we can get the grant writer available for you guys prior to making that decision on that. Okay. I can answer some of these if you'd like. Um, I, the, the grant writer piece, and I, I know that that's an important one for us, but would it not be the, sim, the same as what their revitalization has? Where? I, I don't know. I, I we agreed to it at one it. point. Yeah. It was one item and one item only, so I hate to limit it to that. Sure. But I don't know how the attorney would work through that. So, okay. So return these the, the, the answers to the questions <laughs> to you, along with the updated scope of work for the thirty-nine thousand five hundred budget, um, and I, I can get that to you as soon as possible. Perfect. Thank you. Yes, and a motion to adjourn. Second. Okay, so David and yeah. Jake. All right, all in favor? Aye. 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 Thank you.